One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Are you a budding writer thinking to conquer the literary world? Look no further. Welcome to How Not to Write, the ultimate podcast dedicated to guiding the newbie writer like you on an exhilarating journey of creativity and self expression. Join me, Janae, your fellow aspiring wordsmith and host extraordinaire, as we embark on a quest to uncover the secrets of a captivating narrative. From overcoming writer's block, to crafting unforgettable characters, we'll dive deep into the intricacies of the writing process. Each episode is a treasure trove of tips, tricks, and invaluable insights that will leave you inspired, informed, and ready to unleash your writing potential. No matter your experience level, How Not to Write is your go-to resource for mastering the art of storytelling. And remember to visit me at JanaeWritesBooks.com to stay connected, access exclusive content, and be the first to know about exciting updates. So if you're ready to shatter limitations, embrace your creativity, and become the writer you were born to be, subscribe to How Not to Write right now. Let's embark on this remarkable adventure together and craft narratives that will captivate readers from around the world. Hello, 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 and welcome to How Not to Write, a show for the newbie writers, and I'm your host, Janae. And I would like to welcome you to this episode, which is going to be about imposter syndrome. Now, you may not know what it's called, but I'm sure as a writer, you know how it feels. That nagging feeling that even though people have complimented you on your work, you feel not that special. You feel that it needs improving. You feel that 
no matter what you do, it's still not perfect. Imposter syndrome can be overwhelming, but but it's the first step to overcoming and recognizing and acknowledging that everyone experiences. Everyone experiences it in varying levels of degrees. So, you know, you're you're not the only one. I'm sorry, you little snowflake. You're not the only one. But I have some tips to overcoming it or lessening it. I want to share those tips with you. This podcast is becoming a top 10, but I can't help it. I just want to reach the people who need the help. And so here I am. The first step that you can take is to recognize and acknowledge your feelings. So so they're there. Yeah. And you're over here and you need to get a grip on what it is. First, say it. Imposter syndrome. I don't know who came up with that 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 title because it's so I don't know bougie. It's too much. It's doing too much for something that sucks to be in. It does suck, and you need to acknowledge that yes, it sucks. Okay, but the first step in overcoming it is to recognize and acknowledge and experience it. Just second step is to understand the nature of imposter syndrome. You need to educate yourself about what an imposter syndrome episode is and gain insight into causes and effects and thoughts of your behavior. By understanding its nature, you can begin to develop strategies, which is one of the reasons for this podcast. Step number three is identifying your strengths and your achievements. Now, when I say this, you might look at yourself and say, I don't have any, what are you talking about? What achievements have I done? I'm not published. I'm just a writer and a struggling one at that. Maybe take a moment to reflect on the accomplishments and make a list of your strengths and your skills. So you're going to bust out the pen and paper and write down what you are good at. And I know there are some people who are going to say, I'm not good at anything. I don't know how to do any of this. But you have some hidden talent that you have yet to discover. For instance, take me. I'm not much of a settings kind of girl. I'm more of a dialogue kind of girl. And I can go deep into dialogue if you guys want me to do a video like that or a podcast like that or a mix of both. Here's the idea for you. Write a short story. And it could be about anything. Just write you a short story and then give it to somebody. First, you you need to edit it. I'm, I'm not saying that the first iteration of the short story is going to be polished and read, ready for somebody to view it. First, write the story, then go back and edit what you've written. You can look online how to edit or you can use something like Grammarly or ProWritingA, which is what I use, ProWritingA, and it'll tell you what needs to be cleaned up by adjusting some of the settings, some of the diction, some on ProWritingA because I love it. I I'm a, I love it a little bit too much, but it makes my writing stronger and it polishes it up. I know I don't know all of the things, but I know some of the things, and like it has a report for. Overused words, which is something you should be aware of. And it has spelling grammar. It measures your pacing. And I can't say the the, the thing is that <laughs> you have to keep in mind 
what you're trying to accomplish and not go for the high score, which is something I do. I'm trying to beat it so it doesn't count every little thing. And so I spend too much time doing that. So step three is, I'm sorry, step four is challenge your negative self-talk. Now that's a good one for just about everything. Like say you have low self-esteem or you have no self-esteem. And you want to curb that little critic in the back of your mind or in the front, in the back of your mind that says, no, you, you, you're not a, a Stephen King. You're not a J.D. Salinger. You're not, you can't do it. You haven't put anything out. So that means that you can't do it, right? I know a lot of writers that have written something, some, sometimes like four or five books that just sit in a closet somewhere but the thing I always say is to practice and that's what they do they just practice and then they shelve it for whatever reason and I think the majority of us that write are going to have negative self-talk it's just that voice that tells you you can't do it it's just that voice that tells you you can't go out with that guy it's just that voice that tells you that you're you're not pretty enough you're not you're not a multi-millionaire i mean i don't know anybody that doesn't have some kind of critic in the back of their head saying that they should be more of what they already are or be less than what they are already are however you flip it i think that when that negative self-talk comes up, you should reach out to your family and your friends, especially your writer friends. Um, the episode that I did before this, I was talking about getting author friends because they know what you're going through. They might not know what it's called. And I have three amazing women that are my cheerleading team that keep me from falling too deep because I have an illness that amplifies emotions inside of me and I hate when people say that if you have depression just snap out of it be happy or something like that move along I don't want to hear from you but getting your family and friends together as your support team is not a bad idea if your family or your friends are negative talkers and it's not helping you know reach out to me I'll talk to you I don't care I'm serious. I'm, I'm serious. I, 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 I would love to befriend each and every one of you guys, especially the people in Belgium, because they keep coming back for more. I, I went through my analytics on uh, my podcasting hosts, and they show you where people are in the world. The majority of the people that are listening to me right now are from America. Hello. They have these odd places that... I'm like, what? Australia? <laughs> the downloads in it. But I would I would love to meet each and every one of you guys. I would love to, you know, counsel one-on-one, do some coaching to pump you up. You know what I mean? I can't critique everybody's work, even though most of the people come to me for some odd reason and ask me to critique their work. It's just... It's just weird. And why me? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. What's, what, I never broadcast that I, I am critique partner or person that, that is 
good at catching things, but I try. Number six, which is stop comparing yourself. Now, I don't know too many people that would do this and admit it out loud to people that they do this, um, but stop comparing yourself. Stop comparing yourself to even you know, your writer friend. There is some good in everybody's writing. Writing is is a skill. It's not like you're not born to be a writer. You can hone that. And the more you write, the better you become. And you don't have to compare yourself to people that have been doing it for how X amount of years. What good does that do? Smile. You know, tomorrow's not promised, so you might as well get the mileage out of today. Why? I'm not telling you if you have clinical depression or bipolar or another mental illness that you should just get over it or smile or anything. I'm not talking to you. I am talking to the newbie writer that's out there that's doubting their work, even though they didn't show it to anybody or even though they showed it to a family member and the family member was in a bad mood and they were like this is the worst thing I've ever read don't take it to heart when people criticize your work or they say that you're not good or they say that you need more practice practice you can do but don't take it to heart when people emote or transfer their emotions on you about your craft these people any amount of factors can make a person strike you know like verbally strike out at whoever So don't take it to heart. And that's a good thing to say because if if you're going to publish traditionally or if you self-publish, there is going to be somebody that's not going to like your work. I'm afraid so. There's going to be somebody out there that, but on the flip side, there is going to be somebody that loves your work. I'm not lying. There might be five or eight billion people on this earth. And there's no way you're going to tell me that all of them hate my work. What? No. And you can't say all of them love my work. There's got to be a middle ground. And the more you develop that muscle of letting it slide off you and not letting it affect you, people will make fun just because, because you're there. Okay. The next step is learning and growth. Shift your focus from seeking perfection, which doesn't exist, exists. And I'm a perfectionist. And I could say that. But stop seeking perfectionism and embrace personal growth and continuous learning. That is a mouthful. But what I mean is don't stop learning. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. plushcare.com slash weightloss. You can never learn enough of writing in general. I have watched in many of the AuthorTube uh, authors and one of the one of my favorites shout out to um, Sarah Cannon she always says that she's always learning she's written 27 28 books and all of them are loved and that's cool but she says that she never stops learning she never has learned enough and there is a lot out there that I had to teach myself how to write a sentence you're taught in school that a sentence ends in punctuation no not in writing it doesn't (laughs) when you write a sentence the ending is not the ending of that sentence the ending is he or she said or he or she asked or he or she questioned or however you end that That is the end of the sentence. And nobody told me that. Oh my God. I had to learn because I was sitting there with a tome of writing and it was all bad. In fact, the first critique partner that I ever had, she was like, I can't enjoy the the book because you have so many grammatical errors tore my heart out oh my god she said it like she said that but she said it in a more she used stronger language not cussing but the way she said it and your first being shot is a hard fall you have to learn to stop letting whatever affected that person affect you and this applies it applies to life in general. You can't let somebody's reaction. You're not in charge. That's not your, your job. Your job is not to control people's emotions or what they say. Your job is to control yourself, wish them a happy day, and keep it moving. And learn the way I... No, don't do that. Don't do that. No, I'm telling you this because I want you to not do what I, I did and to have that first rejection... I hope that when you query, you get every agent says yes. <laughs> That's what I hope for all of you. And if it's your favorite agent, the one you've been wishing for, I hope you get it. I really do. Because the truth of the matter is, you're not going to. The truth of the matter is, and it's not personal. And I'm telling you this because I had to learn the hard way. I had about 200 queries and they were all rejected and I didn't let it stop me. I didn't let it control what I put out. I didn't let it make me shelf her. Even though people say that your first book is going to be crap, I disagree. In fact, I wrote a mini books because I have 40 copies, 40 different versions of my, my novel. And I disagree. It doesn't have to. It doesn't have to. There are no rules. Remember what I said? There are no rules. Step eight is celebrate your achievements. This could be, this can go from winning an award for something to having somebody say, oh, you're good at that. Why don't you get a notebook? I'm stealing this from a bunch of people. Get you a notebook. And when somebody compliments your work, write it down. Write down the person's name and write it down and save it or screenshot it or however you want to keep track of it so that when you are going through imposter syndrome, you have that. And these steps that I'm giving will cure, hopefully, your imposter syndrome. I mean, there's no there's no guarantee I can give you that says that if you 
consume a bunch of videos, it's going to make it better. I can't say that because I don't know you and I don't know what mental things are going on in your head. I can't guarantee it, but I'm going to give it a good run for its money. And that's what these tips are. And that's what this channel's for. And that's what my book that's coming out is for. And that that's podcast. That's for you guys. I'm doing this for you guys. I think that instead of putting people on the spot, instead of, you know, rejecting everybody's queries, they could give you some pointers or give you some inspiration or give you, but they all can't. There are a handful of agents and there's a billion of you. There are some that will tell you what, what you're lacking, but not enough. Sometimes you just get rejected. Sometimes it's just not their style. It's just the way you write or it doesn't have to be because you're unskilled as a writer that they turn you down. It's just maybe they're overloaded. Maybe they, it could be hundreds of things and I don't want you to get so down in the dumps that you forget who you are. From sun up to sundown, you are a writer. Remember that. Remember that and wear it like a badge of honor that you are a writer. So you have done something. You want to, even if you want to just make some money, some free cash, it's, you know, BS. Even if you want just for fame, <laughs> that's BS too. But seriously, you're a writer. And your job is to write and inspire. And it's not to sit down and give up. Don't give up. Don't, don't give up. No matter what anybody says. Because I've been learning so much over these past three years. And people have taken the time out of their busy schedule to lend me a hand. And I'm extending mine to you. Lending you a hand with these different shiny new things that I'm coming up with. These ideas of how to make your writing better. So step nine is embracing your failure as though it is a learning experience. This one's hard. Like I said, I can't make it all better um, with every time you get rejected. But Edison said, it's not, I can't, I'm paraphrasing here. I can't remember it. Oh my God, it was such a good quote. Oh, okay. The quote that Edison, the guy that made, well, one of the guys that made the, the light bulb, he said that I have not failed. I've just found 10,000, <laughs> I've just found 10,000 ways that won't work. And there you go. There you have it. So Edison said, I have not failed. I have just found 10,000 ways that won't work. And he was an inventor and he invented a lot of good things that we use to to this day, that's that's what you should apply. I have not failed. I have just found 2,200, I'm sorry, put too, too many zeros on it. I have found 200 ways to, that won't work. That's my little nudge, nudge of making myself feel better. Like I said, you can't win them. I wish you could, but you can't. And plus, how would you ever learn if you got all of them? How would you ever learn? The final step, how to combat imposter syndrome, is to break down your goals and make them into manageable steps and set realistic expectations for yourself. So saying that you'll complete a chapter a day and you only have to work 24 days, 
unrealistic saying that you want to finish the scene realistic saying that you that you'll finish this book in 30 days which is nanorimo but saying that you'll finish it and it'll be perfect in 30 days unrealistic but saying that you can complete your chapters succinctly and that you can complete your chapters in a you know you are the only one knows how quick you can make up a chapter and it's not a race so you're not competing with anybody the only caveat of that is when you're on deadline and you've already gotten the agent and you have to you have a deadline so you but other than that you're not racing anybody and you're not trying to impress anyone now i'm a fast writer i can write a book i have lots of time on my hands i have no friends i can write a chapter i mean i can write a book in less than 3 weeks it's not going to be great it's not going to be perfect but i can write it i can do the fast drafting which is what i'm doing with my 3 series i'm fast drafting them and spending an, an exorbitant amount of time editing So that's my life. What is yours? What how fast do you write? Do you t- take it slow? Are you a pantser? Are you a plotter? Are you both? I hope that you're both because both are beneficial. I used to be a pantser and I would just get stuck and spin the hamster wheel and spin the hamster wheel of never I used to f- I used to chase my muse all the time and when she left me it it was just nothing crickets i have learned myself as a writer writing full time for 3 years and now it's time for you to learn that imposter syndrome is one of those things we all go through and it can be conquered you just have to find your ratio of things to mix and match to get you the potion that you need to drink so that you can complete your manuscript it's not rocket science but it's not it's also it's it, it doesn't have to be complicated all you have to do is know and learn and move on and i guarantee you your imposter syndrome and it doesn't come once and then you're fine for the rest of the, your life imposter syndrome is something that we writers are going to face no matter how hard we look away from said manuscript and embrace your friends embrace your family and keep it moving right that novel and you know when people say that they they want to read more that's when you know that your imposter syndrome has left the building and you are fine you are fine beautiful writer you you are fine and it's going to be okay and i say that as your friend I say that as a camarade, you will be fine. So that is all the time we'll have for the podcast, and I hope you learned something. And I know I did when I made this. I hope you learned to not let imposter syndrome win the war. I hope you learned that you are incredible writer, and that you shouldn't sweat the small stuff. And that's what. Imposter syndrome is it's small stuff. It's things that it's like that gnat that will not get out of your face no matter how many times you swat it. Like your aunt or uncle that pinches your cheeks every time they come over and they come over way too too often. Yeah, it's annoying, but it's doable. Until next time.
This is Janae, and happy writing. Well, that's all the time we have for today. I hope you learned something, and I hope you're inspired to write your little heart out. Remember to connect with me via email. Write me at JanaeC at JanaeWritesBooks.com and share your thoughts, questions, or even your own personal writing journey. Let's continue the conversation and build a community of aspiring writers supporting one another. Remember, it's good to have a writing friend. You can always keep up to date with the latest episodes writing tips and news by visiting my website at JanaeWritesBooks.com. While there, don't forget to sign up for my newsletter to receive exclusive content and be the first to know about exciting updates. And keep an eye out for my upcoming Patreon where we can connect on a more personal level. I'll be offering exclusive perks, behind-the-scenes access, and even one-on-one interactions to help you with your writing journey. Thank you for joining me on this adventure of how not to write. Together, let's continue to embrace the art of storytelling, break barriers, and unleash your creative potential. Until next time, keep writing, keep dreaming, and never forget, your voice matters. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.